David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have a great episode for you today. I'm really excited for today's guest. Welcome to the show. Bienvenido a Aspectical. Bienvenue on Aspectical. Welcome to the show. Dobro pazalavat na show. And I say welcome to the show in so many languages today because we are not only a national show, but officially an international show. Aren't all shows streamed on the internet? International shows? That's right. Maybe that's a good point. If anybody's wondering what that voice is, that's our great guest today. And maybe that's the case, but this show's gotten so big, we're not even sure what platform you might be listening on. Remember to follow us on Instagram at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show and email the show if you have any feedback or any questions, DC 30 Minute Half Hour at gmail.com. I did want to mention, I'm sorry to hear that Arts in the Park this weekend in Manhattan, Kansas was rained out. They had to relocate over to Auntie Mays. I hope the concert went well regardless. And I also wanted to give a quick congratulations to Leslie Mitchell of Iowa. She won the funniest person in Iowa competition this week. Somehow, nobody that we've had on the show ended up winning that competition. So not sure. We might have to get Leslie on the show there. We have a great show for you today and a little segment I wanted to jump into. Some bad news. Jerry is missing. And I'm sure we all can kind of assume what might have happened with that. And I want to talk a little about that with the guest here before we play that call in, because unfortunately, we had to deal with another call from the gas cap criminal this week. So we'll play that call in a moment. And I want to get the guest involved here. So we'll get right into the show. Before we start the show, everybody's favorite color of the day. Today's color of the day, Arctic Blue. Our guest today has so many podcasts, but one of his podcasts had multiple shades of blue in the logo, and one of those, I was wondering exactly what shade that might be, turned out Arctic Blue. Today's color of the day, Arctic Blue. One last thing before we start the show, today's sponsor of the show, Max Motors in Manhattan, Kansas. Currently with 924 vehicles available, relationships mean everything to the Max Motors team. That's why they consistently go above and beyond to provide a convenient and hassle-free customer experience and ensure each customer finds the perfect vehicle to meet their unique wants and needs. Find them at MaxFordManhattan.com. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Motors on Highway 24 in Manhattan. Thank you, Max Motors, for sponsoring the episode today. Like I said, I want to get into this thing with Jerry missing, so we're going to get our guest right involved here. I'm very sick about it. I've been drinking. It's very sad. Our guest today is a Northeastern comedian and professional MC. He's worked great venues like The Comedy at Carlson, The Rickles Room in Rochester, Never Never in Nashville, and many more. He's not only known on the stage, but also on the internet, hosting and co-hosting great shows, including The Carlson Cast, Subreddit Surfing, and the creep off. One of those may sound familiar. Subreddit surfing. We've actually spoken with his co-host, Cardiff Electric. So that's my where you heard that before. Make some noise today for our great guest today, host of all those great podcasts, Vinny Paulino. Hey. Thank you for having me, David. Well, welcome to the show, Vinny. It's great to hear you. And like I said, we had to jump into this, and maybe we can get your take right away. Unfortunately, though, and maybe some of you had noticed this on last week's episode, Jerry never came back to the show for some reason. I sent him to the door, and he did not come back. We're all suspicious of what might have happened here. 
Um, I received a restricted call this week, and so, of course, I kind of assumed what it might be. Went ahead and recorded the call. If anybody could help us get Jerry back, like I said, I'm very upset about it. So, everybody take a quick listen here. We talked to the gas cap criminal this week. Hello? Hello, David Collins. I'm sorry to interrupt. You're really not interrupting anything. Did you take Jerry? I thought you were in jail. Aren't you recording the show right now? No, did Jerry tell you that? He makes a lot of mistakes. I guess I'll call back. I'm recording the call, Gas Cap Criminal. Can we get this moving along? I really could use Jerry back. I told you I would force you to play one final game. And today we begin. I have Jerry here. We have driven to a secret location and have hidden in the basement of this famous building. Your audience will need to solve up to four clues to identify where we are. Here's the first clue. Find me where heavens meet the ground. In a state where warmth is found. Desert winds may gently blow. Where the Grand Canyon's beauty shows. It's up to you to find Jerry. Good luck. And of course, so if anybody could solve that riddle, I'd love to get Jerry back here. Vinny, this guy has been doing nothing but causing harm to our show for weeks and weeks now. He initially had stole a gas cap off of my car, and we had to get that back. And once we got it back, it, it got a little out of control. He's actually he's actually was in jail in Hartford for a little bit for negligent manslaughter. So we're, we're wow. apparently he's back, though. And do you have any do you have any idea what that riddle might be? Somewhere in Arizona? I don't know. All right. Well, we've narrowed it down. Hopefully he can give us some more clues there. It's great to have you on the show, Vinny. I've been listening to your show. Of course, you have so many different shows. But I wanted to talk first about subreddit surfing because we talked to your co-host Cardiff Electric. And he had pointed out that subreddit surfing Vinny and Cardiff. So I was curious why Vinny and Cardiff. I thought, isn't Cardiff and Vinny more more logical order of things? What, what kind of prompted the Vinny first in that name? Uh, Cardiff picked it. Cardiff picked it. That's a good answer. You know, he had said that. I, answer. I wanted I wanted to get into this because I've, I've been known as a bit of a hot interviewer. And we wanted to kind of get this controversy over because he had claimed that you guys both together came up with the idea for the podcast is that true do you do you claim any additional credit for that the only thing that i claim credit for is showing up every week and reacting to what's going on on that insane web page cardiff pitched the idea to me he and the way he pitched it was so masterful that i was like okay i have to do this like, right there was no when he told no. us about the show it was it was amazing it's almost like a soft white underbelly for the internet it's very interesting that nobody's ever done that before my first question was him was who did you plagiarize that from because he's he, he told me himself that a lot of his material comes from plagiarizing so i wasn't sure if the podcast idea came from that as well but you're saying it was all his idea it was weird it was a strange evening in my house i got two calls from two people uh -oh. that wanted me to be their co-host for a podcast. It was very strange. That is strange. What was the other show? The other show was a uh, a wrestling. And you show. said no. I'm going to have to go with Cardiff here. He's a potato. How could I say no? Well, what the idea is, we are going to go explore subreddits and talk to the people who use those pages, right? And have explained to us what they're doing there. Yeah, I'm all in on that. I'm a naturally curious guy, David. And it's so, so great like, when you can get people from those subreddits to talk to you one on one. There, that is that is curious. It's very difficult to get them these days, though. There's been a blackout on Reddit because of these third-party bots. People have been upset about it. So right. a lot of Reddit pages are still blacked out. And on top of that, we have to deal with the people that I consider to be the scum of the earth, uh, Reddit moderators. 
every time we posted some of these pages, we try to get interesting people. That's so interesting about Reddit there, and we want to hear more about your podcast. But of course, that sound means it's time for our first game. Our first game today is a fun one, and we're bringing it back. We usually, we often have played Finish the Punchline, but this game today is called Finish the Punchline, Rodney Dangerfield Edition. Now, we also oh. missed a quick segment there we want to get into. Maybe we'll have to jump back to it or push it aside. But today's game, Finish the Punchline, Rodney Dangerfield Edition. So we're going to be a setup to a joke, and you're going to have to give us the punchline to that joke. Vinny, are you ready to play Finish the Punchline? Rodney Dangerfield Edition? I have a feeling it might be easy, but yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, why don't we give it a shot there? They're not always easy, but why don't we jump into round one here of Finish the Punchline? Round one. Oh, I get no respect. When I was young... I asked my old man if I could go ice skating on the lake. He told me blank. He told me blank. What do you think that might be, Vinny? Oh, I get no respect. When I was young, I asked my old man if I could go ice skating on the lake. He told me blank. And if anybody at home thinks they know that answer there, make sure you email me that answer at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com so we can see if you got that right and maybe give you a shout out on the next episode. Vinny, what do you think that might be? I, I don't know exactly what the punchline is going to be, but I imagine it is something along the lines of, and then he gave me this anchor or something along those lines. I'm okay. sorry. Oh. He told me, wait till it gets warmer. Okay. Wait till summer. Okay. Wait till it gets warmer. He's a clever comedian. You know, he always gets you on the turn. Why don't we jump into round two here of finish the punchline. Round two. I'll tell you, my wife and I, we don't think alike. She donates money to the homeless, and I donate money to the blank. My wife and I, we don't think alike. She donates money to the homeless, and I donate money to the blank. I'm going to go with the word the is in the punchline. The blank. What do you think that might be? (sighs) It's either going to be the government or strippers. Okay, you might fuck. be on the right track there. That's interesting. I'll tell you, my wife and I, we don't think alike. She donates money to the homeless, and I donate money to the topless. To the... You were on the right track there. I can almost see it in your eyes. All Maybe right. you'll get it on yeah. round three here. Yeah, like th- this is not my my bag, but yeah, I got gotcha. you. And we'll Keep have going. to we'll have to learn a bit because we understand you are, of course, a comedian, and we want to hear a little bit about whether you consider yourself a joke writer or what style of comedy you might be coming from there. But why don't we just jump to round three here? Do you like this game? Yeah, it's fun. This is finish the punchline. You know, your co-host, Cardiff Electric, and we try to stay positive. I want to avoid this negativity, but I feel like I have to mention it. He was very critical of the games. Well, you know, Cardiff considers himself a real raconteur when it comes to online games. Raconteur. That's a great word. Thanks. Round three of finish the punchline. One day, as I came home early from work, I saw a guy jogging naked. I said to the guy, hey, buddy. Why are you doing that for? He said, blank. Because you're home. That's great. Because you came home early, he said. Got it. it. Ronnie Dangerfield never gets any respect from his family or his kids. I'm mad I missed that. The the topless. That's such a good line. It's such a good, clever It's a great joke. What a great joke there. And we did miss a quick thing here. We had a fun... A couple episodes ago, we had a fun song parody talking about the Titan submersible. Of course, you could imagine the fodder coming from that incident. This week, a friend of the show, Dan McCullough, had read in the news that in New York City, a crane had come down and injured 12 people. Did you see this story? 
I have not. A crane came down in New York City, including killed three firemen, I believe. But Dan wanted to go ahead and try a, his, his, his shot at another David Collins song parody this week. He's excited to get it played, so let's take a little listen to what Dan's take on the crane might have been. New York City, a tragic scene. A crane came down, oh boy, it was so mean. On 12 people, several lives torn apart. A heavy blow that broke their hearts. First three responders came rushing fast to save victims <laughs> and others from the blast. It was New York, so it is nothing new, though I'm sure there were other things they'd rather do. It really sucks to be under a crane. It really sucks to be under a crane. They were building so high, these tall cranes reach the sky. Now the souls reach the clouds. It really high. sucks to be under a crane. It really sucks to be under. Well, that's great, you know, Dan. Thanks so much for sending that fun song parody in. I can't imagine what it does feel like to be under a crane. Here's what I loved about it. I, I loved the chorus. Too much setup, though. A little when too much setup. Song, you don't have to make it exactly like the original. You know, you could just kind of morph it the way you need it to Well, fit. that's some good feedback there. We always love a fun fact. Is that Would you consider that a fun fact about a song parody, how you might structure that? No, I would consider it advice. Well, we're always looking for great advice there. And if anybody else has any great advice, make sure you send that to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Vinny. You are yes. a stand-up comedian, and I was listening to your show. I really, we have so many things I'd love to get into here on limited time, but you are a stand-up comedian. How would you describe your style of comedy? Now, of course, based on that last joke, I guess you wouldn't consider yourself necessarily a joke writer. We had another guest on the show that described himself as a rant comic, maybe a storyteller. Really? How do you think you might describe your style of comedy? You know, honestly, man, my comedy has always been more joke set up punch but not like oh like not constant i do some storytelling but i very I much see. I well i love for, a good story laughs per minute i go for laughs per minute and i try to write as many punchlines as i can inside of what i'm doing well that's Most interesting of, you said you my write is about my everyday existence which right. is really qualified to talk about I see. Of course, you want to base it in some reality there. Do you write it in a notebook? We've had some controversy on the show. A lot of people like putting things in their phones. Some people like we had a friend of the show, Donnie Townsend. He had said that writing in a notebook is like an archaeologist digging for bones. What do you think about that? I've had notebooks. I currently don't use a notebook now. Not a notebook. I write down a punchline and then I sit down and I will. There's no real logic to it. I'll sit down and I like to do pen and paper, but most of the time, by the time I'm done with it, it ends up being transcribed onto my computer, so I have a hard copy of it. Right, so you're really writing things out the way that you want it said every time, and that's very interesting. You have a few shows here, of course, Creep Off, your mm -hmm. show with Cardiff Electric, but the show that I paid most attention to this week, I was listening to your interview show, Comedy at the Carlson which I thought was fascinating. So you're at a comedy club. It's not necessarily your show. It's the comedy club's podcast. Is that accurate? That is true. I, uh, I was tapped to host it. It must be great because you're able to get these great guests. We have a friend of the show, Zach Vaughn. He hosts a podcast called Slice of Life. 
And on that show, he sometimes sneaks into a comedy club before a guest. He has a lot of friends within the comedy scene, so he gets into the club and he gets their headliner on his show. He was lucky enough to have SNL alum Brooks Whelan on the show a handful of weeks ago. Are you familiar with Brooks Brooks Whelan? Oh, yeah. I know Brooks. Really? Brooks and I had tied some... uh... Tied some cocktails back last time he was in Rochester, if I recall. That's interesting that we have that connection there then. So I would be curious, who is the favorite guest that you've had on the show? I'll tell you the favorite guest that I listened to must have been Ben Bailey, game show host and comedian. But that was fascinating. I can't tell you how often my mother and I are watching Cash Cab in the hospital there. And it's great to see and listen to kind of his story there. Ben Bailey. He's been around. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Would you say that's uh, your favorite guest? No. Who is your favorite oh, guest? So you've had these great comedians. Anything come to mind there? Oh, man. Some of the people that I've had the most fun with are uh, Lunell. I don't know if you ever saw Borat. You ever seen the movie Borat? I'm, I'm not familiar, no. Okay. Well, uh, he bought a prostitute that shows up, and it's an older, heavy-set woman with bleach blonde hair that's shaved okay. down to her head. She's a stand-up comic, and her stories from she was a backup singer in the 70s, she worked Uh-oh. at a strip club for big women called Beefies. Her and I laughed and laughed and laughed and had a great, great conversation. Ali Sadiq came in and uh, he did right after Will Smith and uh, slapped Chris Rock. Wow, he must have a lot that. to say about that. What a hot take! You must get you're getting yeah. the you're getting the first reaction from Ali Sadiq from the Will Smith controversy. That must have been a great interview. Well, he uh, informed me that he carries an ice pick on stage with him. From now on, he decided to, and he showed it to me that Uh-oh. he was carrying it. And if you follow Ali's career, he's a real interesting guy. And uh, we talked for two hours that day. It was the longest Carlson cast in the history of the show. So that was those, those two pop into my mind immediately. Well, that must have been a great interview there. Yeah, how do you? So you you must have, from talking to people, from doing your shows, from do you tour the country too often? Of course, one now, of those plugs I understand was from Nashville. But, but here's the thing: I'm retired, dude. I don't even really do stand up very much anymore. At Is all. that like, right? Really, yeah, yeah. I'm really kind of done with it. Like when you work for a comedy club, it's very hard to do both. It's very hard to work inside. So that's why that's why you might describe to. yourself more as an MC. Yeah, I do some MC stuff, but I, I, I'm really not pursuing it much, man. I'm really, my passions has been broadcasting, doing the, uh, doing the podcast and things like that. Well, let me ask and, you uh, this: my world is involved in stand up, but. That's not me right now. Whether it comes to being on the stage or maybe in front of the camera, what do you think makes a good host? You got to be relatable, man. You got to let the people know that you're talking to them and try to have a connection with them. Right. You can't just, but you also have to remember that, especially like if you're emceeing at a comedy club, you have to remember whatever the club wants you to say. You have to remember all that nonsense, the minutia of who's going to be here next. Certainly, week. I can understand that. You know, I've been in radio since yeah. I was 18. There's so many things that you have to remember. I remember even in our old station, there was a sign that said, don't speak over each other. And there's interesting how many different little rules there are that you have to remember when you're hosting anything. And I'm new to stand up generally. I haven't do too much hosting on stage, but we've had people come on the show and let us know what kind of makes a good host of a stand-up show and it really comes to just being present and relating with the audience just like relating with a guest there so that's interesting that you'd say that there do you have any other things that you kind of have a plug on the show you have your creep off show which is interesting you i'm not sure would you describe that creep off show for us a little bit well the creep off is a uh, competition between myself and carl from who are these podcasts we uh came up with the i believe cardiff had mentioned that show who are these podcasts 
Yeah, Carl, Carl does a show where he reviews other people's podcasts. It's very popular. He's got his own YouTube channel. You can check that out, certainly, uh, at Who Are These Pods. But uh, we did decide to do a show together because true crime is like such a big thing, but it's all the same nonsense. It's like two people right. drinking and then talking to each other about murders. So we turned it into a silly contest. We, we love true crime. We have a, one of the things that we talk about all the time is friend of the show, Colin Madix, who had moved up to Portland, Oregon recently. But he, he took the only true crime co comedy podcast away from Iowa, and he's now doing it in Portland. I believe oh, it wow. is Murder Casserole. Shout out to Murder Casserole, hosted by Colin Madix. All right, we'll check it out. And that sound means it's time for our second game. Our second game today, hopefully you like this here, it's of course a little topical. The movie Barbie came out, so we thought it'd be fun if we played a game called Barbie or Arby's. So we're gonna be reading a quote. This quote is either gonna be coming from Arby's marketing team or maybe Barbie herself. Vinny Paulino, are you ready to play Barbie or Arby's? Well, I feel like I'm an expert in one of these categories. Uh-oh, did you see the movie, Barbie? Not that one, not that category. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into round one here of Barbie or Arby's. You can be anything you want, but always be yourself. Barbie or Arby's? Oh, I'd like to think that's Arby's slogan, but I'm going to give that one to Barbie. That's right, Barbie. This quote aligns with Barbie's empowering and inclusive message, inspiring young children to dream big and embrace their individuality. You can be anything you want, but always be yourself. Why don't we jump to round two here of Barbie or Arby's? We are the dreamers, the makers, the builders. Barbie or Arby's? We are the dreamers, we are the makers, we are the builders. We are the dreamers, the makers, the builders. I want to give that one to Barbie too. I'm sorry, that was Arby. You know, you might think that's Barbie just because she has all these careers. That was Arby's. Right. It captures right. Arby's brand identity, portraying the company as a place where they take pride in their food and the craftsmanship that goes into making their menu items. Okay, well, they could shut up. It's a roast beef sandwich. It's a great roast beef sandwich there. Why don't we jump into round three here of Barbie or Arby's? Get over yourself, Arby's. Be anything, do anything. Barbie or Arby's? Be anything, do anything. That's got to be Barbie. I'm, I don't know where Arby's would incorporate that except for like, you know, yeah. Maybe into a great menu item. Of course, that was Barbie. It's a slogan often associated with Barbie, the iconic doll from Mattel. The phrase reflects the idea that Barbie can take on various roles and careers, encouraging imagination and creativity in play. That was Barbie or Arby's. Did you like that game? I loved it. It was my favorite one so far. Well, that's great to hear. That was what I was going to ask you. If you liked that more than the previous one, but that's great. I do like that game, Barbie or Arby's. Always good to have a topical game there. Sure. I like okay. I'm emailing David Collins. And that sound means it's time for David Collins Collins and emails. And we have a few things that we have to get to there. Earlier this week, we received an email from Suzanne. So we're bringing back a, one of my favorite segments there. Suzanne was worried her husband, Brian, had been going on a few too many suspicious business conferences. Uh-oh, Vinny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She wanted to know if he was up to something. She reached out to us and asked us if we could do our classic David Collins lily battles and get to the bottom of it. So we got her on a three-way call earlier this week and gave Brian a call. Let's take a little listen to that. Hi again, David. Hey there, Suzanne. Can you hear me? 
Yes, thanks. I can hear you. Great. So I just went over your email. We're here to help you catch to see if Brian's really up to something. We'll set up a little sting operation here. We're going to put you on a three-way call while we try to call Brian and get to the bottom of it. Okay. Just make sure you keep quiet while we're speaking with him because you won't be muted, okay? Okay, sounds good. You ready for this, Suzanne? A little nervous at all? How are you feeling? Honestly, I'm anxious, but I want to find out the truth. All right, here we go. Uh, hello? Hi, may I speak with Brian? Uh, this is he. Hi, Brian. My name is Dan. I'm from Bank and Trust, where you have an account. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Great. So the reason for my call is actually a little exciting. We randomly selected one of our account holders for a special promotion, and you happen to be the lucky winner of two tickets to the upcoming Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> no kidding. That's awesome. Absolutely. Congratulations, Brian. Now, these tickets are for two people. We have to put the second name on the tickets for when you arrive. So just who would you like to take to the concert with you? Um, put it under Jennifer. Jennifer? Okay. Okay, Jennifer it is then. And we can also include a note on the tickets if you'd like. What would you want the note to say? Uh, how about, can't wait to sing along with you. Yeah, put that. <gasps> what the hell, Brian? Wait, is that, is that Suzanne? What, what's going on here? I, 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 I can explain, I can explain. <laughs> explain what? I, I can explain. What, were you going I, to another business conference that week? It's not, it's, no, it's not what you think. Jennifer is just a friend from work. We're going to go to the concert as friends. I swear. Hey there, Brian. This is David Collins, formerly of K-Rock 101.5. Suzanne suspected something might be going on, and she wanted to get to the bottom of the truth. Jennifer is a friend from work. We were, we we're going to go to the concert as friends. It's not what you think. Well, it seems like there's some explaining to do, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we were able to get to the bottom of that, Suzanne. Unfortunately, not the best news. Any advice for Brian, Vinny? They were just going as friends. Maybe. Yeah, that's always the excuse they seem to give. You have to, you have to wonder if she's suspicious. Maybe she's just a little jealous there. Yeah, I feel like Brian uh, didn't do anything wrong. He was trying to do something nice for a coworker. Well, Suzanne, we got we got a little mixed mixed feeling on that, I guess. Maybe Brian or anybody wants to reach out to the show and try to clarify what happened at the end there. We'd love to hear the aftermath. We got another email this week from Eric. Last week, Eric sent us a fun game, and we played one round of it on the show. He gave us, instead of, sometimes we review great, we look at one-star reviews of great movies and try to guess what movie that might be. He thought it'd be fun if he sent in five-star reviews of bad movies, and we played one... Small correction, Eric let us know it was not kicking and screaming. It was actually Jack and Jill. Interesting to send the answer on a separate email, but we appreciate you letting us know that nobody was able to get that one correct, Eric. And lastly, we did have one last call in I wanted to get to, and it will segue great into our next segment there, because friend of the show, Austin Ingalls, a great Quad Cities, uh, Quad Cities, Illinois, and Iowa region, Austin Ingalls had sent in a fun voicemail on the show, and let's see what Austin Ingalls is up to this week. Hey, David. Austin Ingalls here, former guest of the show, co-host of the Earbuds podcast. Listen, I know I normally give you some current events, but I decided to call you in with this one. I This one got me excited, okay? I, I, I didn't want you to butcher it, so I decided that I would just tell the joke in this week's current events, okay? Tiffany Haddish 
recently reported that she's had eight miscarriages. She just started the remake to Disney's Haunted Mansion, but it sounds like she's trying to remake Cheaper by the Dozen. She's like the reverse Nick Cannon. Those ovaries are wilding out. Thank you, David. Keep up the good work. And thank you, Austin Ingalls. You keep up the great work also. What did you think about that joke, Vinny? Solid all the way around. A great joke. You know what I love? Something that continues and has a second joke after the first joke. I don't know what they call that, but it's great to hear. I believe it's a tag. And of course, like I said, segues us great into my favorite segment, World News with David Collins. And boy, what a week in news it was. I'm not sure if you've been paying any attention. I'd like to ask this, Vinny. If you think of World News this week, what comes to your mind? Oh, this week in World News. Uh, basically, I've been watching this crazy stuff down in Washington and this guy testifying in front of Congress. Right, that's Hunter the Biden. first thing that we have here about these aliens. And I'm not sure if Mitch oh, yeah, McConnell himself in front of the podium the other day, I'm not sure this clip was going around. We didn't, we weren't able to pull the clip, but I think he kind of outed himself as an alien himself. Agreed. Agreed. What do you think? What's your take on these aliens? Are they out there? Yes, of course. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Now that's confidence. We love confidence on the show. Me personally, I, I was getting very confused watching these conferences. They have UFO, UAP, LGB. Can somebody just spell it out for me already? Uh, UFO. What about this Twitter? First of all, I'm curious because we haven't gone as far as to get a blue check mark. Apparently it's just as easy as going to the store anymore. So we're thinking about this blue check mark thing, but now they've changed the name from Twitter to X. Do you have any, 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 any thoughts on this X change? Are you a fan? Am I, do you still tweet on X? You tweet on, oh, that's a great question. You have to wonder. I do know that you go to X.com. Maybe you send, maybe you're sending slashes, a forward slash or a backslash is how you're sending the, that's what they call it now. That's really dumb. Who knows? I mean, a tweet is a dumb thing. When a Twitter came out, a tweet was a dumb idea. It is, it is, and they've somehow managed to make it dumber there. It is interesting. The craziest thing to me, there must be this the, the side effect that they weren't expecting. About half of Twitter users now have to delete their browsing history before entering the website in public. Barbenheimer. So you did you you missed Barbie? Did you I see Oppenheimer? You, you missed Oppenheimer too? Well, I'm looking forward to it. Unfortunately, like I said, I've been sick over this Jerry thing. I haven't gotten out. Did you see Sound of Freedom? No. Nah. None of these movies. I was hoping that we could do a fun segment called Vinnie Paulino's Movie Review, but you haven't seen any of these. I didn't see any of those. The last movie I saw was a few weeks ago. I saw the Insidious movie. Insidious, the first one. No, no, the new one. There's a third one now. There's a third Insidious. Would you get a Would you give a hot take on that? Uh, yeah. If I was giving a hot take, I would say that Patrick Wilson should never be allowed to direct anything again. That is a hot take there. Shout out Patrick Wilson. And if you want to defend yourself and anybody knows Patrick Wilson, make sure you let him know to email dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We're always happy to get people on the show. We've been trying to get more people that are associated with Hollywood. You have no idea how difficult that might be. A lot of comics, though, welcome to come on the show, and we're more happy with them. They seem more relatable. I've talked to a couple comedy club owners, too, and they, they actually are kind of interesting because they're the only people willing to throw other comics under the bus. All these comics like to stick together, so those can be some pretty hot interviews. But unfortunately... You're, you are correct, man. Most comedy club owners that I know have a story about everybody. They love to say they're the only people that, you know, if you ask them who's the least favorite comic you hope never comes back, they always have a story. At your comedy Jeremy club, why don't, why don't we, you know, you work at the Carlson. Is there anybody that you hope never comes back? Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. 
Have you heard about this TikTok NPC trend? Yes, I have a little bit. That's that's fascinating. It's kind of catching on now. So we have a quick clip, and I'm not even sure. Most of my audience, of course, from Terrestrial Radio will have no idea that this is happening, but this is a new form of content there where people are going online for three, four hours straight looking at the camera, accepting donations, and then acting like a character in a video game in response to each donation. Let's take a little listen to what this sounds like. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, pop, amazing. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cool. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you, Mita. I love you. Yes, 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 yes. Fire, fire, fire. Isn't that interesting? You know, I'm wondering who exactly would pay for that and listen to that for five hours straight. But people that are doing this are making up to $4,000 an hour in some cases. Isn't that fascinating? We live in a very interesting society where you can make a living doing a lot of weird things on the internet. Would you ever so, consider doing that? Sure, why not? If I can make four grand in an hour, I'd sit there and go, amazing, burr, whatever, whatever Do you, think you want. That, what, I, what I notice is most difficult about that is they're doing a lot of physical activity during, during, the, during the show. Yeah, and my problem is... Of course, that sound means it is time for our third game. I am curious about what your problem with it might be, though, but maybe we'll have a quick chance there. Our third game today is a fan favorite again, Name of the Band or Salivating Glands. So we're going to go through either, it's going to be a name of either a band or it might be a delicious food item. And you're going to have to determine just based on the name, is that a name of a band or is it making your glands salivate? Are you ready to play Name of a Band or Salivating Glands? All right, let's do it. Perfect. Why don't we jump into round one here? Round one. Litchy. Litchy. Is that a name of a band or salivating gland? Take me through. What do you think your thought process might be there? Like, I feel like Litchy could be a person. Like, that could be like a, like a one-name uh, artist, like musician. But Litchy, I'm going to go gland. I don't know. He went with gland. Litchy is a fruit. It's okay. a monotypic taxon and the sole member in the genus Litchi in the soapberry family. It's a tropical tree native to South China, Malaysia, and Northeastern Vietnam. Have you ever been to Vietnam? No, sir. But I do love a fun fact. That was a fun fact. That's perfect. We do love a fun fact on this show. I'm so great you're with us there. Why don't we jump into round two here of name of a band or salivating glands? Mm-hmm. Round two. Blackberry Smoke. That's a band. Blackberry Smoke. Two for two here. We found a game that's right up your alley. That's perfect. Are you a fan of music? Yeah, love music. You know, so many of the comedians that we've had on this show have a guitar behind them. It's fascinating how many people uh, mix the two together. We've actually had two people that do musical comedy, even. It's, it's, it's interesting to, to see that connection. Blackberry Smoke is an American rock band formed in Atlanta, Georgia in 2000. Best known for One Horse Town and ain't much left of me. Blackberry Smoke. Do you like this game? Yeah, sure. Perfect. Why don't we look at I'm... round three here? Tamarind Chutney. Tamarind Chutney. What do you think that might be? Name of a band or salivating gland? I feel like this is a salivating gland. That's right. Tamarind Chutney or Imli Chutney is a sweet and tangy chutney made with tamarind jaggery and ginger powder it is also known as soft chutney interesting that is interesting there well thanks so much for coming on the show today Vinny. you've been a great guest and it's so fascinating like i said you have so many different shows and a variety 
of content there. We wish that we could have talked to you. I'm such a fan of ways different podcasts are formatted. And like I said, variety is the word that comes to mind there. Anything else you want to mention? Anything to say to our audience here or any anything to plug on the show? Well, I just want to say thank you for inviting me on. It was, uh, it was really great to be a part of the show. I hope you get Jerry back. I hope that they find him. And I wish you and your viewers the best. Perfect. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.